over on BBC Two now, a 26-part adaptation of Dostoevsky's The Idiot, starring Danny Dyer. But we're going to release the clowns. Okay, so just pop your chin here and look up at the chart. Right. So, will this be your first pair of 3D glasses? Yeah, I never thought I'd end up needing 3D glasses. People will start calling me four eyes. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're 3D, remember? Sorry, 12 eyes. (laughs) When did you start feeling you might need 3D glasses? Well, I was watching a film the other day and suddenly realised I was following the plot. Following the plot, yes. Oh dear. No, we can't have that, can we? Not in a 3D film. God, no. Now... Look at the chart and tell me how far down you can see. Right, uh, let's see. There's a helicopter coming straight at me, uh, a sort of dragon flying over my head, Mm -hmm. uh, a golf ball coming straight at me, Bruce Willis is coming straight at me. Actually, that's Jason Statham. Easy mistake, but uh, let's try a stronger prescription anyway. What can you see now? Wow, loads of little insect things flying around my face. That's really convincing. Oh, uh, no, ignore those. I need to ring Rent-A-Kill, basically. Now, pop your chin here. Uh, You'll just feel a puff of air on your eyeball. Perfectly harmless. There. Now, did that seem like the puff of air was coming straight at you? Of course. Good, good. Now we're getting somewhere. All right, does it look more like objects are coming straight at you with or without? With or without? Uh, I think with. Hmm. So, with a box of popcorn and a large Diet Coke? Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, you keep a hold of those then. Now, what are you mainly going to be wearing these 3D glasses for? Um, Explosions. Explosions, of course. How about driving? Only if the car crashes into loads of cardboard boxes and they fly past my head. Oh, good, good, good. And will you need them for sport? Definitely. Well, I wouldn't bother. Until they start doing women's beach volleyball in 3D. (laughs) Total waste of money. And Gary Lineker's only actually got one dimension anyway. Oh, right. Well, I think that's all for today, Mr Byrne. Goodbye. Whoa! Your arm! It just came straight at me! (laughs) I'm just shaking hands. Oh, right. Well, goodbye. Whoa! The door! (laughs) Yes, look out for the door. Wow! It just came out of nowhere. That's amazing. Okay, now now, now, now take the glasses off. Whoa! A car! Brilliant! (laughs) Oh! That was exciting! Release the clowns. I'm just saying, no one looks familiar. They wouldn't. We don't know any of Uncle Pete's French friends. He came here to escape. Rob and Sue are probably at the back somewhere. The traffic was a bloody nightmare. I don't know. Rob said to be careful at that roundabout. It was busy. I'm sure they said left. I don't know why you won't get a sat-nav. Look, they're a waste of bloody time. You saw those pictures of the lorry drivers in the paper. All they do is make a mockery of you. Shh. I wish they'd shut up. I want to get this over with. I don't see why Rob was insistent on making us speak. It's lovely. Look, who's that getting up now? La femme 
I don't know. It doesn't matter anyway. We can't tell what they're saying. Why did you have to pick the front row? Everyone keeps staring. Rob had it right. Pick the back, keep out the way. You know I can't see far with these glasses. I would have had my other ones if you hadn't stressed about being late. I don't know the roads. We might not have found a parking space. Although I don't know what Rob was talking about. The car park's huge. Yeah, place straight away. Although I'm sure the hearse had white flowers, not blue. You shouldn't have blocked it in like you did. It's not going anywhere before we do. White, blue, they're all the same. Shh. I wish this woman would stop glaring at me. Who the bloody hell does she think she is? She's definitely not from our side. That's the thing with funerals. The world and his wife will come along looking for a free buffet and a gossip. When are you up? Right, Rob said after the second Bible reading, the vicar will indicate. It must be soon though, these things never last long. I'm proud of you. I know, I wish my bloody dad was. I haven't seen him all day. I suppose he came with Rob. He is. He just shows it differently. Oh, George. Look, he's done. The vicar's raised his arms. Good luck. I love you. Where the fuck is Rob? Excusez-moi, puis-je aider? It's okay. I'm his nephew. I'm doing the reading. Excusez-moi, puis-je aider? Look, don't touch me. Where the bloody hell is Rob? Monsieur, qu'est-ce que tu fais? I'm doing the reading. Je pense que vous vous trompez. Mais qu'est-ce que c'est le problème? Ah, anglais. Uh, Janet, I, I, I don't recognize anyone. George, I think... Yes, we're going. Now. I told you Rob said it was right at the roundabout. All right. Release the clowns. I'm standing in a rainstorm. I'm running on a beach. I'm driving a big car through the desert, wearing a Zapata mustache and a Trilby hat. I'm atop a snowy mountain, wearing nothing but speedos, standing next to a cross-legged ancient man. Who are you? Who is anyone? No, really. Who are you? And why are you on my mountain? <laughs> I'm laughing for no reason. <laughs> I'm crying in a flower garden with a duck. I'm back in the desert, digging a hole. I'm stuck in a tree with a woman screaming. I'm swimming with disgruntled dolphins. I won't give them my trilby. Back in the desert. Why am I digging a hole? I look smug and confused simultaneously. The ancient man on the mountain is phoning the police. Ah oh yes, hello. He's vocalizing his internal monologue. I am afraid for my safety. <laughs> I'm laughing again. Now the duck wants my trilby. I have buried the dolphin in the desert. 
I'm throwing rose petals into a social worker's face. Oi, stop that! Up the tree, the woman is screaming. Sitcom! Why would a dolphin be in the desert? Was it carried here by an otter? The duck has stolen my trilby. <laughs> I throw the sapata mustache onto the grave of the disgruntled dolphin, and now I know the truth. Now I know what I am. I am baffled. Baffled. The new essence from Paco Gautier Sandior. Baffled! Version edition festival for this year. Release the clowns. Welcome back to our coverage of the Olympics, the international festival of bafflingly random physical activity. Three days in and we still have no clue what's going on. If anything, Dick, we're more confused than we were at the start. There really is no rhyme or reason to any of this. Take these guys, look. He lifts it. He drops it. He lifts it right over his head. Then he drops it. He can barely get it off the ground. The only common factor seems to be that they're all really angry. You might be onto something there, Jenny. If we look here, we see two men on a raised platform, everyone's staring at them, and they keep punching each other in the head. So are they doing all this stuff because they're angry? Maybe Heather's got an answer for us. Yes, Heather's up in the helicopter trying to get a handle on things. Heather, can you hear me? Yes, Jenny and Dick, thanks. We think maybe the competitors are driven by rage, Heather. Can you confirm that? No, Dick, I'm afraid I can't. In fact, quite the opposite. Last night, I was down at the gym and there were these girls running around with ribbons and huge smiles. Nothing angry about them at all. Why were they doing it? <laughs> Beats me. So what's going on down there right now, Heather? There are people running through the streets, Dick. I'm informed they've run just under 26 miles. What for? Well, Jenny, I can only assume there's something really scary just over 26 miles away. Now, I'm off to check out some rumors I've heard about people sticking long poles in the ground and flying. Thanks, Heather. So, running, Jenny, what's all that about? I don't know, Dick, but there certainly is a lot of it going on. This morning, I saw something called the steeplechase. Not a church in sight. Just a pack of men running round and round and round in circles. There were fences they were compelled to jump over and somebody had built a wall in their way. A wall, Jenny? Yes, Dick, a wall. And on the other side of it, water. They jumped in it, then carried on running. Nothing worse than that wet sock feeling, Jenny. Also earlier, this display of world-class cleaning from the curling arena. Dick, I'm going to have to stop you. I've got Gavin reporting in from the track. Gavin, tell us what's happening. There's eight men. They're squatting down. I think they're examining the ground. There's gunfire! Someone's shooting and they're running away! They're running fast! Really, really fast! And they've stopped! They've just stopped! Why did they do that? They can't have gone more than a hundred metres! I can't fathom it! Gavin? Gavin? We've lost Gavin, Dick! Damn! I thought we might be onto something there! Well, that's almost it. Just time for a few messages from viewers. Annie in Bolsover says... There are people in a pool, and every time they get to one end, they go back to the other. Can they not just make up their minds? That's a puzzler, all right, Annie. The Cranston family of Jedburgh asks, When one lady with a sieve on her face stabs another lady with a sieve on her face, why does she go beep? Beats me, Cranstons. And finally this from John in Wivenhoe. 
That horse is dancing. Why is it dancing? For the love of God, make it stop. Please, please make it stop. I think we've all been there, John. Keep these coming. We love hearing from you. And that's all we've got time for now. We'll be back later this evening when hopefully we'll have worked out just what the dickens is going on here. It's a long shot at best, but we'll keep on trying. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye. I was an investigative journalist, you know. Let it go, Jenny. Pub? Oh, yes. Release him, clans. Well, your CV is very impressive. Very. Oh, thank you. But it doesn't matter a jot. I'm interested in getting to know the real you. Your hopes, your dreams, your innermost desires. For example, what kind of music do you like? Oh, is that important? Vital! What if, for example, you profess a passion for the works of, say, Aryan Tosspot Richard Wagner? Oh, no, no. I don't like classical music. Woo! We dodged a bullet. We did? A tick for you. Thanks. Relax. You're doing great, pal. Thanks, um, mate. And that's another tick. Wow! I'm smashing this interview. Hmm. Not fond of braggarts. Oh, sorry. I'm Moving I'm a- on. Do you have many friends? How many would you say? What, on Facebook? Fuck that data-mining, Russian-conspiring, Trump-enabling, tax-dodging, Brexit-foghorn bastard! In real life? Oh, I, I, I don't know. Um, the, the usual amount? Which is? Too many? Too few? Think! I, I, I really don't know. Uh, enough? Enough? Oh, dear. Oh. No tick. And we were getting along like a really big house on fire. Imagine something from Grand Designs. On fire. We were? I thought so. Oh. Oh. So I haven't got the job? Job? What job? The job. Here. The one that you're interviewing me for? Now? Interview? This isn't an interview, you silly fool. I'm looking for a friend. What? Well, that's a bit... I know. I know. But I'm so lonely. Oh. Oh. Well, Well, that's kind of sad. I can only apologize for the misunderstanding. It's okay. Um, I'm lonely too. You are? Awful, isn't it? Oh, God, it's the worst. Fancy drink? Really? Really. There's a nice pub on the corner. Tick. Thanks, bud. You're round, chum. Bands. So what kind of music do you like? Free jazz. Me too. Release the Clown start. Casper Michaels, Karen Morden, Alex Marion, Joe Clegg, Marco Chu, Helen Duff, Phil Whelans, Jonathan Thake, Emily Sargent, Holly Meacham, Nick Hildred, Naomi Bonifo, Martin Hyder, and Phil Nice. It was written by Alex Marion, Nick Hildred, Phil Whelans, Simon Littlefield, and Joe Clegg. The show is produced by Nick Hildred and Alex Marion. If you like Release the Clowns, then don't forget to tell all your friends about us, so they can have a laugh too. They can find us on iTunes, Spreaker, Acast, Podbean, Stitcher, and loads of other platforms. See you next week. Release the Clowns.